0: Star watch we're going to move as quickly as you can buddy push me star watch in a new series it's actually a series I wrote many years ago and uh, want to bring it back around and uh, tweak it a little bit and see what we can do signs in the heavens is a message today say that with me signs in the heavens one more time signs in the heavens and God said let there be lights In the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be, say it with me, for signs, for seasons, for days, and for years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. He made the what? Stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Amen? And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And I want you sit with me again. And let them be for signs... For seasons, for days, and for years. And we just want to examine that. Signs, seasons, days, and years. And see what we can find. Signs. What is a sign? I mean, the church today has gone crazy on signs. Turn on your TV. Signs, signs, signs. Whoa, crazy stuff. Are signs in the Bible? Absolutely. Was stars just for signs? No, no. Several purposes, but one of the the reasons for stars is signs. What is a sign? Well, a sign is a message. It points to something. Okay? That's what a sign is. All right? And you see a stop sign, you're supposed to what? You see a yield sign, you're supposed to... You see a handicapped sign, you ain't handicapped, and don't do what? Don't park there. See how y'all know signs? So stars shall be for what? Signs. Not just for Signs. But stars will be for signs. And just want to examine a little bit, go back a little bit to history. There exists in the writings of virtually all civilized nations a description of the major stars in heaven. All civilizations going way back down through time. They're explaining stars and writing something about stars. Descriptions, they are called constellations. Writings, not necessarily Christian people. Whatever, they're writing, nations are writing about the stars and they're calling them constellations or signs of the Zodiac. Okay, now don't think I've gone crazy. Clark's talking about the Zodiac. He's gotten cool. No, I ain't. Okay, come on. So, here's the point. How so many nations over the world's history had the same signs remain a mystery. These nations write about constellations, nations that are not connected to each other in any way over time and culture and belief, but they write about stars and they write about them in the same way. They call them constellations or signs of the zodiac. They're the same signs. Does that make any sense to you? Down through time, they're writing this, and they're not borrowing from this guy over here. They're looking into the heavens. They're writing. They're seeing something in the heavens. Nearly all nations, regardless of how far back you go, they had the same 12 what? The 12 signs. You might think, well, the signs of the zodiac. Somebody just made that up. Some freak, some, you know, demonic thing just made up the signs of the zodiac. What is that? Well, that would be me thinking that way back in the day as a country boy. I'd be like, (laughs) you know, what's all that stuff, you know? acting Like I know everything, you know? So anyway, but No. They had the same 12 signs representing the 12 same what? Things, and they're placed in the same what? Well, that's crazy. When you look at the stars and the constellations, they've been described the same, regardless of faith. Zodiac. What's the word zodiac mean? The word zodiac means the path or the way revealed in the heavens. So the word itself is not a bad word. Did God say stars are for signs? Yes or no? It did. And the word zodiac or constellations means path or way in the heavens. Okay? It comes from the Hebrew meaning a path, a way, or a step. Say that with me. It comes from a Hebrew word meaning a path, a way, or a step. We can learn from stars. You can see things in stars. Okay? But what is it that you see? Hello? Hello? The heavens, here's what you see when you look at stars. Here's what you see when you look at stars. And I bet many of you have done this. The heavens declare the glory of God. How many have gone out somewhere, somewhere in the, in the world and you've looked up and seen the stars and you praise the Lord? Can I see your hands? Okay, let's praise Him now. Come on. Look at that! Wow! You ever gone out there when you're having a really bad day? You're feeling really small and insignificant and you look up there and you just and you need him and you can just see how big he is and he can help you through your mess you're going through. Stars are for a reason, guys. Not just for that, but that's the big reason. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day into day they utter what? Speech. Night into night they show knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. There's no place you can go on this planet that you're not going to see some stars. God's everywhere. And stars testify of how big He is. How much you matter. Their line is going out through the whole what? Earth. Their words to the end of the world. In them hath He set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of His chamber and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven and his circuit unto the ends of it and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. Stars are there for the glory of God. They're there to tell us about God. Romans 119 says, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. Say this with me. Verse 24, The invisible things of him, help me, from the creation of the world are clearly, God created the stars on day four. And you can see them every day. They're clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they're without what? We're without Do you know what the stars, one sign of the stars is they're saying to us every day, You're without excuse. Look at me. Who made me? Y'all hearing me? The glory of God. Signs in the heavens. Stars. So, all these nations of the world, civilizations, culture, have these same 12 constellations. Have I bored you to tears? Are you all still awake? Okay. Regardless of their faith, regardless of their belief, they name them the same and they're in the same order. So, where exactly did the signs of the constellation of the zodiac come from? Where did all this come from? Well, according to the Bible, most people would say, Zodiac and the Bible. Zodiac ain't in the Bible. The signs of the zodiac's not in the Bible. That'd be the first thing I would say. I'd say, you think the zodiac's in the Bible? You smoking something, Jack. I've read the Bible. And I didn't see it. Well, according to the Bible, the signs of the stars are referenced way back in the book of Job. Y'all hear me this morning? It is in the Bible. It's referenced in the book of Job. The book of Job was written in 2150 BC. Okay? Let's learn a little bit about the book of Job quickly. Yeah, the book of Job's about a man who had a horrible day, okay, and years in life for a while, okay? But it was all restored to him. Except you can't bring back your dead kids, okay? He had more kids. It didn't mean he didn't still have pain in his life. However, listen. Written in 2150 BC, the book of Job is to believe, it believed to be the oldest book in the Bible. Just because the book of Job appears down there by the book of Psalms doesn't mean it was written right there. It's the oldest book in the Bible. It's there because it's poetic. That's the order, the position it's been put in your Bible. But it's the oldest book in the Bible. The book of Job, okay? It was penned. Before the first five books of the Old Testament, before Moses gave us Genesis, Exodus, the Pentateuch, the book of Job, was written, okay, about at least 650 years before. Y'all with me so far? Okay? So listen to the book of Job. Now, by the way, remember, all these cultures, regardless of how far they go back, they're talking about stars, regardless of their faith or beliefs. And here you have it in the Bible, in the oldest what? So I guess this, this signs and the stars goes way back, doesn't it? But if you're not careful, you'll miss it. Look at some of these verses. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades? Or loose the bands of who? Orion. Canst thou bring forth Maseroth? We're going to look at that word in his season. Or canst thou guide Arcturus with his sons. If you're reading the book of Job, you're just reading along, who are this family? Who are these crazy people? Without a careful research and looking to realize that's not people, guys. These are stars. And the word Maseroth that we just mentioned, this is actually a word that means constellations of the zodiac. The word Maseroth means constellations of the zodiac. So it's in... The Bible, it's not just in the Bible, it's in the oldest what? Book in the what? In the Bible. Job also references the constellations of Orion. There it is. Pleiades. As well as the star Arcturus. The oldest book in the Bible references something that's in the heavens that you can see. That's crazy. I don't believe the Bible. My next message coming up, the next hour I'm really excited about, is, is a series called Answers to Why. And the next one coming up is Why the Bible? Why do we study the Bible? It's a crazy message. A lot of archaeology and stuff in the next, next series. I guess I've gone crazy this weekend. What happened to Pastor? Guess he's feeling better. Here we go. Listen to Job. 26 by his spirit he hath garnished the heavens his hand has formed the crooked serpent now if you're just reading carefully you think man his hands done something with a snake but it's talking the first part of that verse about the heavens correct he's formed the the crooked serpent well this ain't talking about god making no snake this is actually one of the largest constellations of the sky it's called the crooked serpent or draco and there it is you can go out and You can get all this stuff in your head and go out tonight and look at it, okay? Or get you a telescope. How many have telescopes? Or you're sort of interested in that kind of stuff. Well, good. I'm glad I don't have a bunch of telescope people. Because they'd be going, he's stupid up there. Anyway, come on. (laughs) So, the oldest book of the Bible, perhaps the oldest book period, God makes it known that the constellations or the signs of the zodiac were clearly what? Now, don't you leave this service early, because I don't want you going out of here thinking you're supposed to go read your horoscope, so don't you leave early. Stay with me. Signs in the heavens. Let's keep looking. So God made the stars. God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. He made the what? Stars also. Let's keep looking and see what we can find. God set the stars. God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. That's what God did with stars. God numbered the stars. That's the song Elise sang, you know? He made the stars one and all. The Bible says he tells the number of the stars. That's our God. And this is a number that you and I can't even fathom. The number of stars. God named the stars. God numbered the stars. And God named every star. And you see a few of them mentioned in the Bible. But you don't matter. He knows the stars, but he doesn't know my name. That's crazy. Excuse me. Jesus didn't die on the cross for a star. He died on the cross and rose from the dead for you. How much better are you than stars? He said you're better than birds. Did he say that? Say, sure he did. You're better than stars too. God loves you. Why did God create the stars, the sun, the moon, and other planets? Why? To serve as signs, to mark the seasons. Some of this is common knowledge. Days. I got that one, don't you? See, I can, this is the level Clark understands. Oh, I can understand the, the sun coming up and going down. That's a day. And it does it for like 30 days, month. Does it a year? Year. And I can do my calendar. I can do, how many can do that far with me? You're good, okay? But to serve as signs in days of years while we're here on earth. That's what Genesis 1.14 says. Why else? To give light. I get that one. Don't you say. I get it. Sun, stars, light, boom, got it. See, I'm cool so far on this one. To provide consistent markers giving order to creation. Now, this is where I'm getting a little spooky, right? I'm getting lost out in here. Okay? God puts these stars up there as consistent markers. You can travel anywhere, navigate anywhere, and know where you're at, know where you're going by stars. That's why when people say the Big Bang, something just blew up, blew up. That's the dumbest thing. Like, crazy. Nobody examined it. What are we doing? It's crazy. Genesis 1.18. Keep looking. Many birds, many birds, I didn't know this, used the stars as directional navigation for their migration. I just thought they knew where Englewood was. How many watch the big white pelicans come every year? You watch the big white? they beautiful. The white pelican's different than the normal brown pelican that we have here. The brown pelican will go and he'll catch his own fish. The white pelicans are much larger, and they work together as a team. And they corral their fish, and they're much larger you see those big white, I watch them, and I said to Kim, I saw him coming this year, I said, there comes the white pelicans. And she goes, he is a crazy man. So birds use stars to go where they're going. You didn't know that, did you? How many didn't know that? Come on, come on, don't lie, don't lie. Sailors use the sun. How many knew that? You knew the sun, the moon, the stars. See, y'all got it. Here we go. Sailors use the sun, the moon, and stars for navigational direction. What happens if that GPS quits? that would be, that'd be like, I'm, I'm hurting. But real sailors that know what they're doing, they don't need any of that crap, they call it. Amen? They can just go by the stars. Even our own complex inertial guidance systems for air flight and space travel use the positions of the sun and the stars to stay on what? On course. I guess God, when he put the stars up in the sky, they weren't just for light. They're for signs. There's reasons that he put the stars in the heavens. How are you feeling about your God today? What an awesome God we have. The Voyager 2 spacecraft was an example of this. Voyager 2 used planetary positions and star positions to track its own course. Without these heavenly bodies, man would be disoriented. Not only time, but to space as well. If things weren't positioned just like they were in the heavens, you and I would be disoriented. I didn't know all that. Why did God create the stars, the sun, the moon, and other planets to show visually here on earth the distinction between light and darkness. This is a big point. God put the stars in the heavens, the lights in the heavens, to show visually to us the difference between light and darkness. And God calls us to be what? Light. You're not. You're called to be a city set on a hill. Don't hide your light under a bushel or under a basket. Let your light so shine before men they can see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We're, Jesus said, you're the light of the what? Well, without lights, what would we? How could we? How could we know what he's talking about? Light and darkness. Okay. Why stars, the sun, the moon, other planets? Declare to declare the glory of God. That's the reason that they're there. God put them there for that to cause us to do what? Can we do it loud? Come on, let's praise Him. Come on, thank you, Lord, for the stars, the sun, the moon, the planets. See, I didn't have to get. I didn't have to. I didn't have to gin that up too much. Because you love that. You love the you love the, the God made the stars and the planets and the moon and it's beautiful. To reveal his attributes to mankind. We read that from Romans one twenty to show us that now you can believe if you want to. This thing just blew up and you're some slime that crawled up a tree one day, and here you are today. Come on. Or you can go outside and look and use a brain and go, Wow, how does this all happen? I go to the ocean sometimes, and I just wonder, how does it know how to just stop right there? But even that's, a lot of that's controlled with the moon. Crazy. But it all blew up, and it's all in its perfect place. How stupid are we? Yes or no? So to reveal His attributes and to cause mankind to call upon Him, wonder how many people down through the ages have come to the end of their rope, and they've gone out on a dark night and cried out to God. Amen? I have the glory of God. Look at that. That's earth. And we think it's all about the earth, and we think we're so big and bad. That's the earth. The other planets, All we are big and bad because everything... It seems to, this whole world works to keep us where we are. And you and I are here for a reason. God created special. But the other planets and also the stars serve as gravita- listen, to this. the other planets and also the stars serve as gravitational and magnetic stabilizers to maintain the Earth's stable orbit around the Sun. Without the stars, without the other planets, the Earth would not have the gravitational position that it has, and would, would just be wandering out. That's craziness. Imagine the sun, Mercury, and Venus pulling the earth. If it was pulling us out because of the location of the earth's orbit, it would tend to decay inward towards the sun resulting in extreme heat, and we'd all die. If these other planets weren't there doing what they're supposed to do, we'd all die. Isn't that crazy? But it just happened. Are you all with me on this or not? Come on. But God created Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto to provide a stabilizing pull outward to keep the earth in its orbit. How many of us have just ever thanked the Lord for the other planets in our solar system? Probably not many of us. You should. Thank you, Lord. You know, why are they even there? Is there life on them? Is there this on them? No, but just thank God they're there because you wouldn't be here if they weren't there. They have a purpose. All the planet's purpose was not to have life on it. That was Earth's purpose. And all this is for this. And all this is for you. Because he loves you. That's crazy, isn't it? He made you in his image and his likeness. And he made a place called earth and he sustained it all around so that you could exist. But you're nothing. You're very special. Yes or no? Come on. Likewise, if Mercury and Venus were not there, Earth's orbit would tend to decay outward, resulting in extreme cold and lack of life on the Earth. So if you take any of these jokers out of play or right where they're supposed to be, we're toast. Amen? That's the point. So the planets, even the stars, provide a stabilizing effect upon the Earth so that Earth can maintain what? Life. I thought they were just pretty to look at. No, Gary, I know every one of them by name. I position them right where they're supposed to be. And there's billions and billions of them. So that you and Kim and your family can enjoy life. And serve me. And honor me. That's crazy God, isn't it? Who wouldn't want to believe in a God like that? Yes or no? Wow. Imagine all of this is up there just to protect this little blue marble called earth. And we're very small compared to most of the stars. God really does love you, doesn't he? Say, do you believe that? I mean, it's backed up by the fact that he created you in his image and his likeness, and he gave his son for you. But then when you think about stuff like this, wow, what a great God. I want to serve him. Why should I be ashamed of him? Yes or no? Why should I be ashamed of the maker of all this and the one who holds us all together? God did this, so this is good, God says. When he said, this was good, this was good when he's creating, this is good. That's what he says in the, in the book of Genesis. However, now this is where I want to go with the message, and I know this is not a typical message for me, so hang in here with me. However, all this is good, but Satan's a thief. The stars are good. The constellations are good. Even the word zodiac is a good word. It's in the Bible. That's how you explain all this stuff. But Satan's a thief, he's a liar, he's a deceiver, and he's a counterfeiter. That's who who he is. He wants you to put your faith in a star instead of in the Son of the Living God. He wants the star to arise in your heart or something like that. And when Jesus says, I want the day star to arise in your heart, Jesus Christ. Okay? Satan wants to corrupt what God designed to bring honor and glory to Jesus Christ. He's doing it all the time. Here's some examples the church. Satan counterfeits the church. People worship the church. People believe I can go to church and go to heaven. Do people believe that? Absolutely. They put their confidence in the church. Their confidence in the leader of a church. Doesn't matter what the leader says. It can be off the wall. Yeah, but, you know, but, yeah, but. Come on. You don't, you don't, you don't put your faith and confidence in the church. You put your faith and confidence in Jesus Christ. And the Lord. But Satan counterfeits that. Communion. Some people believe I'm going to drink that communion, and that's going to save me. There are people, millions and millions, probably billions of people in the world that go to communion thinking this is going to save them. These elements. Transubstantiation, they call it. When I take the elements, I'm actually drinking the blood of Jesus. No, you're not. You're drinking Welch's grape juice here. Okay? And this cracker's not the body of Jesus. Larry made the cracker. Okay? This is a representation of his blood. This is a representation of his body. Satan is always wanting, if he can get you, he doesn't mind you coming to church, he doesn't mind you even doing what the Bible says when you you come to church, like the sacraments and things, but he wants you to worship them and not the Lord. He's a counterfeiter. Baptism. A lot of people believe you can't go to heaven unless you're baptized. They even get their little babies baptized, even though you don't see it in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. They, they, they believe that, boy, if you're not baptized, that soul is going to go to hell. A soul goes to hell without doing anything. It's belief in Jesus Christ that keeps a soul from going to hell. Yes or no? That's what the Bible says. But Satan's all about getting us off. He doesn't mind you having some stuff, the Bible. Some people worship the Bible. We're not to worship. I've got a whole message coming up in the next... I love the Bible. I'm firm on the Bible. I'm going to teach the Bible. Thank God for the Bible. But do I worship the Bible? I worship Jesus Christ, the God of the Bible. Some churches teach if you don't have a certain translation. And they worship this one translation. How many of you know of a church like that? you ever been to a church like that? Even put it on their sign. You can drive through the country. And you'll see some church signs that will say... This certain version of the Bible will be right on their sign. What? It's odd. Y'all hearing me? Yes or no? My point is, and I can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on, but Satan is a counterfeiter. He's a deceiver, he's a liar, and he's a liar when it comes to the heavens. He has corrupted the signs of the zodiac. Y'all hearing me? We're going to give a whole message. Where I'm going to take every one of these constellations. And we call it Take Back the Zodiac. And we're going to take it back and we're going to have us a praise service. And you're going to do this with me as we look at the different ones and we're going to praise the Lord. And put scripture up with each one, and we're going to take back the zodiac. That's going to happen in a week or two. It's going to happen here. Amen. All of these are messages, the Bible, the church, communion baptism they all lead us to worship who i would say stars as well and the sun everything there is to lead us to worship the lord that's what Romans says they are not to be what worshiped guys don't worship fellowship church come and worship jesus with us at fellowship church amen don't worship the pastor that's the dumbest idea ever You ever think about worshiping me, get Kim, take her off about 30 minutes back there and spend time with her, and you'll go, oh my gosh, you're married to him? (laughs) Come on. Counterfeit. He's a liar, guys. Come on. Then said Jesus unto him, to the devil, get you behind me, Satan. Get, Get you hence, for it's written, you shall worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall you what? serve. Okay, keep looking. Signs in the zodiac, and we're getting close, aren't we, Raj? Modern astrology is satanic and corrupt. Say that with me. Modern astrology is satanic and corrupt. If you're reading your astrology and your prognosticators and your horoscope and all that kind of stuff, it's satanic and it's corrupt. Yeah, the pastor said it's in the Bible. Yeah, but Satan corrupted it. Okay? And you're putting your confidence in a star way off. Some people even buy a star and name a star after them or something. And I understand that. If you want to buy a star, have it. You want to put your name out there, that's fine. But don't worship it. Yes or no? If you want to be loved the heavens, that's awesome. But just because you got your name on some certificate, some star, some place, you think that's going to take you to heaven, you think you, you, think you make, makes you better than me? Yes or no? Because you got your little paper? Say, come on. No doubt about it. It's corrupt. It's satanic. I could give you so many verses that ain't even funny in the Bible on this stuff about how corrupt it is. Look at it. Just give you a couple. Thou art wearied in the multitude of thy counsels. Let now the astrologers, the stargazers, the monthly prognosticators stand up and save you from these things that shall come upon you. You need a God that can save you because these folks can't save you. Behold, they shall be a stubble one day the fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves so much they're going to deliver you. They're not going to deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There shall not be a cold to warm at nor a fire to sit before. Don't put your confidence in people that tell you to worship the stars. Yes or no? Don't you go out of here saying, Pastor Clark told me that Zodiac. You've got lost your mind. If you think this preacher is going to read something to worship a star. Y'all listen to me. Come on. Boy, spend, would you spend your time reading the Bible? Say, thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. That's what the word is. I'll hide God's word in my heart, not some horoscope. Take that time and read the Bible. Memorize the scripture. All things work together for good to them who love God. See how that takes you through your day. Amen. Say, come on. Putting your trust in the stars is What? Well I'm using ugly language, Jana. It is. I trust you start That's stupid. Yeah, but it really helped me. I don't buy that for anything. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the father of lights. Any help you got whether you know it or not came from God. Y'all hear me yes or no? Not some star. The idea that some mysterious, magical power emanates from the constellations of the zodiac is what? The stars have a purpose for days, for years, for seasons, for signs. We've learned this morning they have a big reason to keep our earth right where it's supposed to be. Birds can't even get here without it. A lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is not for you to read it every day and think, this is how your week's going to go. Yes or no? Thank you. Believing that stars can affect or control your destiny is a what? It's a lie. Well, the stars are lined up. It must be the stars. I'm feeling it. You're smoking it. Now, i got a big quote for you. So, astrology is stupid, just so there's no mistake about this astrology is stupid, demonic, and a lie. Who said that? I did. Okay, I'm going to be famous, I'm telling you. One day, they're going to see. <laughs> Here we go. So, but you know what? Satan is so clever. See, I can say all that, and that can just turn us off to the stars altogether. And that should not happen. That's why we're going to take back the Zodiac. In another message. We're going to spend the time on it. God tells us over and over throughout the Bible not to consult with astrologers. Over and over in the Bible. Now, if you haven't read the Bible, you don't know this. But over and over in the Bible, I gave you two verses. Bang, they were as mean as a snake those verses were. But he tells us over and over not to consult with astrologers, stargazers, or prognosticators. What? Period. Read the Bible. Pray. Why do I need to to talk to some prognosticator When I've got Jesus Christ seated at the right hand of God, the Father, where he ever lives to make intercession for me. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Also, also, we have each other. We have each other, blood-bought Christians that we can talk to, that we can counsel with one another. If you're going through some hard times, going through some struggles, that's why we exist, to be salt and light and to love one another. Is that why we exist? That's why we have home Bible study groups, and that's why we have church on Sunday morning like this. Why? So that we can be together. And this is where some needs are being met or realized. Maybe you didn't even know you could come see me and talk to me. Of course you can. Amen? But we're not going to do astrology. I'm not pulling out some tarot cards or whatever they're called. Amen? Yes or no? Stars do not exert any influence on you whatsoever. They're there for a reason. They're there for signs. We know that. We're going to study that a little bit more later. There are, stars are over 6,000 light years away from Earth. Stars are over 6,000 light years away from Earth. But you're talking to one of them. A light year is 5.5 trillion miles. So let's do the math. 6,000 light years times 5.5 trillion miles is 35 quadrillion miles. But they all lined up for you, didn't they? What are you thinking? Oh, and by the way, quadrillion is a real word. Here we go. Stars do not affect your life or your destiny. They don't need to realize that. But the one who made the stars does. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. And I hope you go out of here and just go, wow, thank you, Lord, for those stars. Thank you, Lord, for those stars. And let those stars remind you of him. Amen. But also, I want you to remember today how much you matter, how much value you have, to think, wow, all those stars, billions and billions of them, are there so that earth can be here, so that I can be here. Amen? Beautiful stuff. I'd like to close with the Colossians and just read it with you. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, has translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood, Even the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image of the invisible God? Jesus, the firstborn of every creature. For by Him, for by Jesus, were all things created that are in heaven, that are in the earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions, principalities or powers, all things were created by Him and for Him. And he's before all things, and by Jesus, all things consist, or because of Jesus, all things are held together. And he, Jesus, is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the what? The preeminence, the glory, the credit. For it pleased the Father that in him all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has Jesus Christ reconciled you in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you've heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. What a beautiful passage. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the what? Right hand of God. Set your affections on things above. That's Him. Not on things of this earth, for you're dead. And your life is now hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, that you shall appear with Him. In what? Glory. Signs in the heavens today. Amen. Can we praise the Lord? Amen. Come on, come on.